0: Today is the 19th day of July, and welcome to the Coffee and Morning Prayers podcast. I invite you to pull up a chair, settle down with your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and join me in prayer. Now let us begin our day. Send out your light and your truth, that they may lead me and bring me to your holy hill and to your dwelling. Let us confess our sins against God and against our neighbor. 101. Sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. With his right hand and his holy arm, he has won for himself the victory. The Lord has made known his victory, his righteousness has he openly shown in the sight of the nations. He remembers his mercy and faithfulness to the house of Israel and all the end of the earth have seen the victory of our God. Shout with joy to the Lord, all you lands. Lift up your voice, rejoice, and sing. Sing to the Lord with the harp, with the harp and the voice of song. With trumpets and the sound of the horn, shout with joy before the King, the Lord. Let the sea make a noise in all that is in it, the lands and those who dwell therein. Let the rivers clap their hands, and let the hills ring out with joy before the Lord when he comes to judge the earth. In righteousness shall he judge the world and the peoples with equity. The Lord is king. Let the people tremble. He is enthroned upon the cherubim. Let the earth shake. The Lord is great in Zion. He is high above all peoples. Let them confess his name, which is great and awesome. He is the Holy One. O mighty King, lover of justice, you have established equity. You have executed justice and righteousness in Jacob. Proclaim the greatness of the Lord our God and fall down before his footstool. He is the Holy One. Moses and Aaron among his priests and Samuel among those who call upon his name. They call upon the Lord, and he answers them. He spoke to them out of the pillar of cloud. They kept his testimonies in the decree that he gave them. O Lord our God, you answered them indeed. You were a God who forgave them, yet punished them for their evil deeds. Proclaim the greatness of the Lord our God and worship him upon his holy hill, for the Lord our God is a holy one. and his faithfulness endures from age to age. I will sing of mercy and justice to you, O Lord, will I sing praises. I will strive to follow a blameless course. Oh, when will we come to me? I will walk with sincerity of heart within my house. I will set no worthless thing before my eyes. I hate the doers of evil deeds. They shall not remain with me. A crooked heart shall be far from me. I will not know evil. Those who in secret slander their neighbors I will destroy. Those who have a haughty look and proud heart I cannot abide. My eyes are upon the faithful in the land, that they may dwell with me, and only those who lead a blameless life shall be my servants. Those who act deceitfully shall not dwell in my house and those who tell lies shall not continue in my sight. I will soon destroy all the wicked in the land that I may root out all evildoers from the city of the Lord. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 12, beginning at the 18th verse. When morning came, there was no small commotion among the soldiers over what had become of Peter. When Herod had searched for him and could not find him, he examined the guards and ordered them to be put to death. Then Peter went down from Judea to Caesarea and stayed there. Now Herod was angry with the people of Tyre and Sidon. So they came to him in a body, and after winning over Blastus, the king's chamberlain, they asked for a reconciliation because their country depended on the king's country for food. On an appointed day, Herod put on his royal robes, took his seat on the platform and delivered a public address to them. The people kept shouting, the voice of a God and not of a mortal. And immediately because he had not given the glory to God, An angel of the Lord struck him down, and he was eaten by worms and died. But the word of God continued to advance and gain adherence. Then, after completing their mission, Barnabas and Saul returned to Jerusalem and brought with them John, whose other name was Mark. Here ends the readings. Arise, shine, for your light has come. and your God will be your glory. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the Gospel according to Mark, chapter 2, beginning at the 13th verse. Jesus went out again beside the seat. The whole crowd gathered around him and he taught them. As he was walking along, he saw Levi, son of Alphaeus, sitting at the tax booth. And he said to him, follow me. And he got up and followed him. And as he sat at dinner in Levi's house, many tax collectors and sinners were also sitting with Jesus and his disciples. For there were many who followed him. When the scribes of the Pharisees saw that he was eating with sinners and tax collectors, they said to his disciples, why does he eat with tax collectors and sinners? When Jesus heard this, he said to them, those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. I have come to call not the righteous, but the sinners. Now, John's disciples and the Pharisees were fasting And people came and said to him, Why do John's disciples and the disciples of the Pharisees fast, but your disciples do not fast? Jesus said to them, The wedding guests cannot fast while the bridegroom is with them, can they? As long as they have the bridegroom with them, they cannot fast. The days will come when the bridegroom is taken away from them, and then they will fast on that day. No one sews a piece of unshrunk cloth on an old cloak. Otherwise, the patch pulls away from it and the new from the old. And the worst tear is made. And no one puts new wine into old wineskins. Otherwise, the wine will burst the skins and the wine will be lost. And so are the skins. But one puts new wine into fresh wineskins. Here ends the readings. A reading for Wednesday, the week of proper 10. A reading from the Confessions of Augustine, Bishop of Hippo. O Lord God, grant us peace, for all that we have is a gift. Grant us the peace of repose, the peace of the Sabbath, the peace which has no evening. For this worldly order in all its beauty will pass away. And all these things that are very good will come to an end when the limit of their existence is reached. They have been allotted their morning and their evening. But the seventh day is without evening and the sun shall not set upon it. For you have sanctified it and willed that it will last forever. Although your eternal repose was unbroken by the act of creation, nevertheless, after all your works were done, and you had seen that you are very good, you are rested on the seventh day. And in your book we read, this is a foretaste of that which the work of the life has done. We too shall rest in your Sabbath of eternal life. Though our works are very good only because you have given us the grace to perform them. In that eternal Sabbath, you will rest in us, just as now you work in us. The rest that we shall enjoy will be yours, just as the work that we now do is a work done through you and through us together. But you, O Lord, are eternally at work and eternally at rest. It is not in time that you see or in time that you move or in time that you rest. Yet you make what we see in time, you make time itself in the repose, which comes when time ceases. You who are the one God, the good God have never ceased to do good, but the gift of your grace, some of the works that we do were good, but they are not everlasting. After them, we hope that we shall find rest when you admit us to the great holiness of your presence but you are goodness itself, and need no good besides yourself. You are forever at rest, because you are your own repose. Here ends the reading. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. We commend to your continual care the homes in which your people dwell. Put far from them, we ask, of you every root of bitterness, the desire of vainglory, and the pride of life. Fill them with faith, virtue, knowledge, temperance, patience, godliness. Knit together in constant affection those who in holy wedlock have been made one flesh turn the hearts of the parents to the children and the hearts of the children to the parents and so enkindle fervent charity among us all that we may evermore be kindly affection one to another through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty God whose Son has nowhere to lay his head grant that those who live alone may not be lonely in their solitude but that following in his steps they may find fulfillment in loving you and their neighbors. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O God, you have made one blood all the peoples of the earth and sent your blessed Son to preach peace to those who are far off and to those who are near. Grant that people everywhere may seek after you and find you. Bring the nations into your fold pour out your spirit upon all flesh and hasten the coming of your kingdom through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will be in the midst of them.